Welcome, folks. Fred Gleek here again with Bill DeWeese. Bill, uh, I know that uh, you claim not to have a lot to say today with your week, but I, I want to hear it. We're, we'll find some things. Okay. I made uh, 2263 this week, 3500 last week, 2263 this week. I was talking to Mallory earlier today, and this is, she said these past six weeks have been far, far slower than what we had experienced last year. So, uh, and do you know that Lance Tamashiro has got an explanation he feels for that? Have you seen what he said recently within the group? No, I don't think. Um, he posted a video that went about 30 minutes long in which he talked about a few different things. One was what he called a comparison mindset, and the other one is where he talked specifically about VO and how Fiverr is aggressively going after the same target market as the pay-to-play sites. Mm. And he said that he has heard rumblings in the community about how um, things are off, what you're describing exactly. Now, and, I, and I have no doubt th that he's right. I, I can tell you this. I have not seen any slowdown on, like, the, uh, well, no, actually, I shouldn't say that. I have seen a slowdown on private auditions. I have not seen a slowdown on what we'll call the cattle call auditions. But I, I have seen that. That is a noticeable change. But that just means I have to adjust my approach. But I am, you know, speaking of adjusting approaches, you always have to be open to new information. And you've got to see where everybody's going. And that's th the problem with, you know, some of the, we'll call them old timers. You know, they're not doing what I what I have been doing because they didn't go where where the, the you know, the puck went, as uh, the great Wayne Gretzky once said. He doesn't shoot. He doesn't go to where the puck is. He goes to where it's going. Yeah. And Lance is going has been out in front looking where the puck is going next. And that's what I want to be doing as well. So that's that's the thing that we that we do. So I need to talk to Lance and get his uh, get his uh, perspective on this. Well, let me just summarize for you basically what he said in that in that session, which was that. He actually thinks that the amount of advertising that Fiverr is doing, if you go to anything having to do with any kind of search term, like if you put in there male voiceover actor, uh -huh. um, Fiverr is outbidding Voices.com and Voice123 for, for the paid placement. Wow. That's and what something. That, what that means is, and he didn't say, uh, you know, again, he, he was trying to be a tiptoe around this because he has a rep specifically in that market. But what he's saying is that, that Fiverr is understanding, that, and, and Lance predicts that within two years, pay-to-play sites you know, may have some problems. Now, who knows what the future brings, but it, apparently Fiverr is aggressively going after that group. Well, you know, I think what will be interesting will be to see how those websites, online casting, uh, adjusts, if at all, to try to uh, you know, compete. Yeah. So it, yeah. it'll be it'll be fun to, you know, to watch. But you definitely want to keep up with what's going on. And so by being plugged in with Fred and me and Lance and Dave Fenoy, I mean, you're going to know what's going on. You'll be on the cutting edge of all this. Absolutely. And I think for people that are listening or watching, um, this means that your voiceover career is not. And again, if I were to say, look at it, I, I'm pretty much an outsider. Right. So if I were to look at it from the outside, looking at people who are either just getting in the business or have been in the business for a while and, and are kind of, you know, kind of just a little bit flailing around, to be honest, I would say that the biggest mistake that I've seen is people spending an inordinate amount of time trying to figure out what gear they need, what kind of whisper room they're going to buy yeah. and how they're going to spend all their money that they have not yet earned. And I would suggest that an alternate course is to figure out what's the market doing? 
Where are things going? What's my best way to get work? How can I get work without spending a lot of money? How can I find jobs that other people aren't getting that are competing at a higher level? I think all of those things are really the questions. No, you you are right. Human nature does not take us there. It always takes us to, you know, uh, what's what's the the latest, greatest gear? uh, You know, we use golf as a comparison all the time because it's just, for some reason, it appeals to human beings. I mean, I get it. I totally get it because I'm that way with golf. And I know deep inside my head, I know it does. It's not going to make a difference, but I feel like it will. And that it's totally not, it doesn't make sense, but. Well, we're not going to let the cat or the dog or any other animal out of the bag yet. But you and I were talking yesterday about some ideas that we had for, for creating some proof. And uh, we will reveal that over time uh, as it relates to the, the getting into and succeeding in this business. Let's just leave yes, it. Yes, we shall. Yes, we shall. So anyway, 2000. So. Uh, again, I'm concerned really, though, Bill, about Vicky evicting you from the house and making you sleep in the yard, given these numbers. Well, you know, we can still make the mortgage payment and pay for the cars. We're not at, crit- we're not at a critical level. And, and don't forget, I really, I let go of a nice big chunk of my book of business after the end of this year. And so we are, I mean, we're rebuilding. I mean, today I, I was on the telephone making calls to production houses. I'm, I'm doing all the stuff that I teach people to do to build an even larger business base. And it's just, it's, you know, it's work. It's work. Yeah. And I think that it, it really, you know, people should listen carefully to what you just said. Last year, you made just about a quarter of a million dollars doing voiceover yeah. work. And so here you are, you're in the top 1% of the people in the market. And yet you were on the phone today doing marketing yourself. So oh, if yeah. you think that's beneath you, then you're, you better be making at least a quarter of a million bucks a year. Yeah. Yeah. Or trying to find another, another job because yeah. it's, if you want to be self-employed, which is what we are, we're business people, self-employed, you got to be willing to uh, do the hard work of marketing. Okay. So let's start then with uh, what happened on Monday for you. And we'll yeah, go Monday was my most, my, was my busiest day. I did some work for Johnson and Johnson, um, a Chinese client in which I, uh, did a script for a company called Avene. I think it's actually a French cosmetic company, but it's through a Chinese uh, agency. Hmm. So uh, I also did a project for, uh, it was training medical personnel about Legionnaires disease prevention. Right. New Mexico PBS, promos for them. Uh, I did a script for AmeriCare. It had something to do with bed bugs. I don't remember the specifics. I'm just looking at my notes. Bed bugs. Kind of making me itchy right now. (laughs) And then also I did an explainer video for something called uh, Helix. I think it was a technology related thing. Okay. Before you move on to Tuesday, let's point out something. I've noticed a pattern here, which is that in general, if there is going to be one day that's your big day, it's oftentimes Monday, correct? Yes. Monday is typically one of the biggest days. Yes. And that's obviously because people, you know, from Friday and Thursday that we're getting it together have now decided, okay, first of the week, we got to get this done. Is that it? Yeah. And it also reflects things that come in Friday night through Sunday night. Got it. Now, do you check? That's a good thing to ask then. Um, do you check your email throughout the weekend to see if something urgent you has know, come up? I do only out of curiosity. I typically don't do the work, but I like to let clients know that I received it. So that's why I do. Well, my thought would be, would it not be a good idea to have, you know, state the hours that are basically your weekend, and if a client wants something done then, to charge them double scale? Um, hmm. That's an interesting, um, 
That's an interesting suggestion. I'll be honest with you. I have never, I have not thought of doing that. And that's what I'm here for. I'm here for interesting suggestions because as an outside business person, I would think the following, which is if somebody really needs something done and you really value your weekends and spending time with the kids and the grandkids, then it would be possible to drag you out of the backyard and into the booth for an occasional client who's willing to pay obnoxious rates. Yeah, and sometimes actually I'll just do it because if it's a good client, I want to keep the client. Um, The thing that would make me a little nervous about doing that is that it is such a commodity market that it's it's not that hard to replace somebody with somebody else because budget unless you're dealing with a really big client, budgets tend to be very price sensitive. So, but you but you could feel it out, and I'm sure there are some clients where you could get by with that. Yeah, well, just a suggestion again. I don't know the market well enough to really make a definitive, you know. No, I think it's a, I think it's a good suggestion. I think you just have to be careful with who you pitch that to. Got it. Okay, so then Tuesday, what happened? Uh, I did a, a HR and business solutions thing uh, narration. SAP Success Factors. That was the product. I did some Walmart training. Uh, I picked up two new clients through pay-to-play sites on Tuesday, which was nice. Uh, on Voice One Two Three, I picked up a client called. Uh, oh no, it was actually I did a thing for John. It's John Deere. John Deere Golf. They're marketing to to uh, to golf courses, and actually, <laughs> a little story behind that. I thought that I landed the job, but I just found out that actually it's it's. They didn't tell me this, but there's two people that they're basically uh, demoing for the cl- the end client. I thought that they were having me do it, and then they were they were going to dial in the read through the client. But then I find out when I follow up, oh, we've got another guy too that they're listening to. So there's a chance that I won't get that, but we'll we'll see. Uh, well, Hope. they you better let them know about your passion for golf and send them another copy of that some of that PGA work that you did. Yeah, for real. And then I did something that I got through Voices.com for a company called AdTran. Uh, for those of you who are really into Voices.com, you might might find this interesting. I was a 60% voice match for that project. Not an 80, not a 100, not a 100%. I was a 60% voice match. So being... Um, so then if you're, and you're in there kind of premium, did they, did they request you? Or that wasn't a cattle call, obviously. Um, or was I don't it? know. Actually, it may have been. I'm trying to remember. Because I don't think at a 60% match, they would probably have done a private audition, right? Well, that's what I'm thinking. Uh, that typically wouldn't happen that way. But in all honesty, I can't remember off the top of my head. Got it. Okay. I don't, I don't so that's, that's that's Tuesday, and there's some interesting facts there. What about Wednesday? Wednesday, I started off with a new client through Voice One Two Three. The uh, it was the Family Worship Center podcast introduction and outro. It's for a church someplace. Hired okay. me a couple hundred bucks to do an intro and outro for them. I did an edu TV edumercial for FKD. Therapies. It's gene therapy. Uh, I did an explainer video about setting up 403B um, retirement plans for nonprofits. I did more Walmart training on Wednesday. Thursday, did yet more Walmart training. Been busy with Walmart stuff this week. And that was the only job I had on Thursday. And then today I recorded a couple things, a Mettler Toledo training script. I do work for them on a regular basis. And then I did some on hold uh, recording, including Alamo National Car. Got and it. that's it. Well, there you have it. A lot of stuff. But I'm also curious as to, you know, when you, w- when you're obviously the, the biggest, best work that you can get in most cases would be work that you get direct. I know that, you know, you've got now 
BillDeWeese.com has been set up by Lance Tomashiro, right? Yes. And so I don't know what Lance has done or what you can do to increase and improve your ratings in the search engines or trying to get yourself get yourself more direct work. My question is, are you tracking the amount of business that you get from, I know you do a little bit from the other various sources, but can you, could you say to me or, or to ask Mallory to, to, and find out this, the answer to this question, what percentage of our work as voiceover people in the Bill Deweese business uh, is coming from sources where you don't have to pay any commission? Oh, I see what you're saying. Hmm. Well, I can tell you uh, everything I did this week would be that way. Because, really? Because none came through actual talent agents, agencies. Some came through uh, video production agencies, uh, and there's not there's no uh, fee there. Even the Voices.com that I mean there's they, they do a ten they add on a ten percent uh, fee to cover the cost of uh, for the an escrow fee. Right, but, but you're, also, you're also paying for the platinum membership. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yes. Okay. Never mind. Well, yeah, excluding that, I wasn't even thinking about that. Yeah. That's right. So, in other words, if you could get, I mean, the goal of, you know, everyone is to get enough voiceover business so that they can do that full time. And then once you get it full time, then obviously you want to get more business and increase your prices. And then when you do that, I would think the next step is to get more business direct so that you don't have to pay out any commissions. Obviously, your goal would be to have people coming to you via your website, not having to pay premium memberships at pay-to-play sites, not having to pay anyone anything, including agents, and have everyone come to you direct. You know, I mean, yeah, I guess in a perfect world, that would be great. I'll be honest with you, I never think about it that way. I don't, I mean, I don't mind paying agents uh, if they can, because they can bring me work I may not get any other way, oh, pay-to-play. No, totally. But, but if, uh, yeah, sure. I mean, if I could be, you know, if you search voiceover on, on Google and I was the first thing that popped up, yeah, absolutely. I'll take that any day of the week. Got it. Okay, well, there's a, a lot of good information we've covered here today. Anything else you want to add? Have a good weekend, everybody. <laughs> there you go. Thanks a lot, Bill. Thanks, Red.